Hi, you're listening to Noel T. Manning II on WGWG.org, Gardner Webb University Radio. This is Cinema Scene, taking a look at the world of cinema. Uh, we're very, very grateful today and very honored to have Oscar winner Stephen Price uh, on our show. Uh, Stephen last year won the uh, Oscar for the film Gravity, uh, and he and I got a chance to talk really about this time last year. So really happy to have you back, Stephen. I'm very happy to be back. Thank you. Uh, Stephen, uh, your history in, uh, in music goes uh, way back, and uh, you've been involved in the past few years of uh, TV and film. Uh, some of the films that you've been involved in, either as a uh, composer uh, or either as a music editor, uh, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, Return of the King, Scott Pilgrim uh, versus the World, uh, Batman Begins, and uh, some of the TV series you've been involved in. One of my favorite uh, BBC series, Robin Hood, uh, loved that series, uh, Pirate Radio on TV, just, I mean, in, uh, on film. Um, just to, you've, you've really been involved in quite a, quite a few projects over the past uh, decade, especially. And um, give some thoughts on, on how you feel these past 10 years have been for you and um, how that has opened up so many doors. It's really been a case of, um, of being very fortunate to be involved in a lot of these, these very different things. You know, when, when I started out, um, sort of professionally in my very early 20s you know I left college and, and moved to London with this intention of you know getting into music and and really it was it's it's tricky and I'm sure it's it's even more tricky now and and I kind of very much took the the approach that you know no one's no one's going to give me a big budget to score anything and to compose anything at this point so I'm going to make sure that I'm incredibly useful to the people that are doing it right right and I kind of uh, took that approach so I've, I've kind of done pretty much every job you can you can care to mention in film and TV music, really, I've, from you know making the tea through to orchestrating or pr- programming or additional composition, as they call it later on, and music editing. So it was, it's been this incredible education, and there's always been this, this sort of huge part of me that's kind of, kind of worrying: is the is the opportunity ever going to come, or are you, are you destined to be kind of a member of the crew? Which is, you know, no bad thing at right, all. Right, right. But I always kind of wanted to, to to write, and so you're always kind of hoping for that opportunity. But every job along the way, you've you've learned an incredible amount and learned from a lot of the people I've worked with. So it's been, it's been a great little um, adventure, really. Is that, an, is that advice that you would share with, whether it's a, somebody who is an aspiring composer uh, or someone who maybe is an aspiring director, uh, you know, just to get out there and, and get your feet wet and to be willing to do whatever is needed? Yeah, I, mean, I, I think sort of the path seems to open up in different ways for, for everyone who gets involved. You know, the more people I, I talk to, and I'm always fascinated by how people got their start, you know, and it, no one really has the same story, but, you know, and some people find the thing that they, they are going to be destined to do really quickly, but for me it was, it was the only thing to do really. Like I really wanted to be involved, and I really enjoyed being involved. And, yeah, the, the conversation you have along the way and the friends you make along the way and all of that network of, of colleagues and people that you've, you've worked with, it's been crucial, really, and it's been it's been lovely this last few years, kind of being able to work with with people that I I worked with on on other films back in the day, but now I'm composing and they're they're helping me along. So it's been it's great to you know the, the engineer on on the last couple of films I've done, the recording engineer was on the very first film that I ever worked in, like back in 1998 or something. It's so it's all these relationships have, have made a massive difference to me, and I definitely recommend just getting involved with as much enthusiasm as you can you can muster, really, and then. I think doors can open, yeah. Yeah, and every project you work on uh, is different. 
Uh, there's similarities, I'm sure, with everything that you that you end up doing. But how do you um, take a, a different approach to each uh, each job or each film? Um, how do you how do you handle that? Because uh, you know, sure, you're doing the same thing if you're composing, but it's uh, but it's different. Well, for, for me, it's it's the the job really is is working for the director and working for okay. the story. You know, and and you know, hopefully, the story is is unique and and has the the qualities that make me really engage with it and and then it's a matter of really watching and learning from the the picture you know a lot of the the clues pretty much all the clues should be there in the picture and, and those that aren't that need a, a little bit of support you know that's where communicating with the director and you know the, the editor and all the people around kind of comes in so so really the, the answers for everything i found that are on the screen in front of me, you know, whether it be a small gesture on a character's face or right. the way that the sequence has been cut together, if it's an action thing or whatever. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, I, I like to kind of try and extract as much music from the visuals as I possibly can in, in various ways. That's, that's been the way I've done it. Well, your music in Gravity uh, was, was really just brilliant at how your music became a supporting character and it brought so many different things to life and uh, I was just really blown away by that. I know when you and I talked last year uh, around this time, um, I had not yet seen the film, and so it was great oh, to be able. Yes, to, I was, do remember. God, it, yes. So it was great to be able to talk to you right before um, it was released here, and then uh, I got a chance to check it out, and I, I was like, "Wow, this is it was amazing." And oh, um, you. you had such uh, an incredible year last year with Gravity, and. Um, it was pretty early on. It was really about this time when the buzz started. Hey, this could be uh, an Oscar caliber picture. It could be an Oscar caliber soundtrack. And, and that all held true. And um, talk about that experience from a year ago until, uh, until February when the Oscars were handed out. It was just, I mean, it, it sounds like a, a, a cliche, but it was, it was a roller coaster. You know, it was just it, this really extreme thing i mean when i when i finished working on gravity i remember sitting in the the mixing studio we were working at here in london and kind of you know listening back to the the playbacks as we as we recorded it all down and stuff and and genuinely thinking that you know there's a a great chance no one is going to like it (laughs) you know there's this is very strange music it's quite aggressive it's it's quite odd in lots of ways it's you know this there's this could be this might be the last time I work, you know? Right, right. And, and so and then around the time that, that we spoke, you know, October, it was, there, were, there were reviews already happened from the festivals and that sort of thing. Right. But you still weren't sure. I remember the weekend it came out, just every time I looked at, at my phone, there was a new report of, of the box office, and it was going up in, in multiple millions, you know? It was yes. a really strange thing. And, and these little weird kind of exciting moments just kept happening solidly for four or five months, whether it would be... You know, the first time you you're asked to come to America to talk about a film, I'd never done that before. You know, gone and done a Q and A after a, after a film. It's so exciting, you know, to go and meet all these people and and get to talk about music. And then the nomination thing started happening. And you know, I, remember, I think the first one was um, the Satellite Award nomination, and then there was a Critics' Choice one yes. or the BAFTAs. And it just you couldn't quite believe it was keeping going, and you were always sort of waiting for the moment where someone kind of nudged you and said, ah, just kidding. <laughs> right, um, right. But it was, yeah, it was an incredible thing. And, and funnily enough, last night we had a kind of um, a, a, a drinks event with the, the Academy did a drinks event in London 
for people who are new members of the academy and, and it was the first time since that period when I met a lot of the people who were around at that time and I think what was a really great thing about that whole experience was how many lovely people were around and sort of it was, it was really nice to see all those again so it was it, the whole thing was this amazing experience and I'm incredibly grateful for it and you, you did you did mention a few of the awards and uh, you there were 15 nominations for you last year from the various uh, groups, Golden Globes, the BAFTA, uh, the, the Broadcast Film Critics Association. And out of those 15 nominations, 13 of those were wins. And that is amazing. That is absolutely uh, amazing. And uh, I, I know that uh, I've, I've had a chance to talk to um, Oscar winners uh, in the past for, for different uh, categories and uh, James Cromwell was one that I really enjoyed speaking with. And uh, he got an Oscar nomination for Babe. And he said, you know, he's the only person in history to have been nominated, you know, second, playing second fiddle to a pig. And, um, <laughs> but, but he talked about how that Oscar, just the nomination for the Oscar, changed his life. And it, it provided so many more opportunities for him as an actor that he never would have thought possible. Um, yeah. what is, what is the Oscar win done for you from the standpoint of, uh, of opportunities? Have you, have you seen that, uh, make an impact? Um, I, we, I've, t- because it was such an early thing and, you know, really it was such an unexpected thing for me. I think I won't know for years, you know, okay. I think, I think that's going to emerge over years. It's been, for, for me, the great thing was, you know, I got, to, I got to work again because right. I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah. know if that was going to be possible. Right. So, you know, right. the, the very fact of that has been this amazing sort of joy of it you know the, the idea that someone will let you do that again you know so yeah i i'm, I'm sure it has a, a great effect but I'm, I, I'm equally sure I, I won't really kind of be able to comprehend it right right for, for a long long time but yeah it was it was it was great well let's talk about uh the new film that uh, that opens this weekend uh, across the country here in the uh, the u.s and the movie's called fury uh it has a great cast brad pitt shia labeouf in this uh jim uh, patrick also in this and uh, jason isaac's uh, an actor I've liked for for years. Um, it's, I think uh, he's wonderful in this oh, as well. It's, it's, it's a great sort of role he's got in this. Yeah, amazing film. Um, as far as amazing cast, I'm looking forward to seeing the film this weekend. Um, and uh, a director who also wrote this film, uh, talk about how you got involved in Fury. Uh, he sent me the script, basically. I, I, it was around this time last year, and I, I got the script. And, you know, as soon as I started reading it, it was, it was clear that, that it... It was just gripping, you know, from, right. the, from the first scene onwards through to meeting the characters who are the, the, the crew of this tank, Fury. And kind of, he has an incredible way of writing characters that, that makes you care and, and wants you, you want to know what's going to happen to these people. So as soon as I'd read that, I kind of found out that the, they were actually shooting the film pretty much 40, 45 minutes away from where I live. Wow. wow. And I was arranged to go to set. So I saw a couple of days of, of shooting on the film while we were talking, and you know, I hadn't got the job at that stage, but I'd, I was invited to come and see what they were up to and watch the rushes and that kind of thing. And and you could kind of tell just from from that the, the attention to detail and the and the real sort of visceral approach that he was taking. It's it's a a very unromanticized look at a, a period of, of the war that hasn't really been done before. It's the the very end of the Second World War. And um, just talking to David about his approach and and what he wanted to do and how he wanted to make this kind of emotional sort of experience really it's it's very much a film that you know you go through the ringer you know it's it's not it's not light in any way right. it's, it's very much the the 
an experience of the, the hell that these, these people had been through for, for several years. And this is a, one specific day at the end of the war. And once you'd had that conversation, you know, the ideas started, and I, I was really, really keen to get involved, and, and luckily they let me. It's a very gritty story, and uh, I'm, I'm sure to be a gritty film. I know that from the trailers that I've seen, you really get that raw feel. And uh, what are what are the routes that you took to uh, have that music as a companion? What are some of the things that you did um, to do that for this film? It was it was basically it, it all came out of of the the picture and the character. So the score has this kind of heaviness to it. It's right. it's kind of there's a heavy tread to it, you know. In the film, they're they're in this tank and they're they're constantly having to move forward, and they've been doing that for years. And there's an exhaustion to them, and they've seen and and done things that you you know you, no one would want to to imagine. And so it was a case of of capturing that that weight and that that kind of kind of sadness and heaviness and intensity and experience, with also the, this knowledge that things could happen at any time. Right. And within that, you know, they're in the middle of, of Nazi Germany, so they're surrounded. So a lot of the work of the score is, is kind of surrounding you too. And I, I did a lot of work with a choir who were constantly sort of chanting and whispering and, and um, sort of around and about you and moving around and, and changing perspectives. So it was, it was creating this kind of, this, this music that, that had a weight and a feel that kind of was, was intended to, to carry you on their journey with them. When you got to be a, a part of this from uh, from the early stages, uh, you said you were contacted last year at this time, and then you got a chance to spend some time on set. Yeah. Uh, being on set, um, how did that impact what you were able uh, to do when you were uh, you know working later on? It, it kind of it, it meant that really I was I was thinking about it very early. I mean that the main the main burst of work on this really started in March this year. Okay, and it's been the sort of last six months or so. I've been doing it, but but from those those early meetings and seeing kind of aspects of the shot, you kind of it get, gave me a sense of the sound and it gave me a sense of of the the characters that I was dealing with. So I was I was you know doing the usual sort of wandering wandering around every now and then humming into a, a voice recorder sort of thing, right? Sort of way right. back last year, yeah. But also it meant that I could I could ask for certain stuff. I, I one of the things that I I did on this one was asked the sound recorders to give me a lot of raw recordings. They, they had the original tanks, you know, the, the actual 1940s authentic tanks. There's no kind of Hollywood yeah. sort of mock-ups going on. So I got a load of recordings of tanks sort of moving and, and all of the you know, shells dropping on the floor of the tank or hatches closing and all these sort of things. And when I sat down to, to start the score properly in, in March, one of the first things I did was kind of make music out of those and sort of extract where there's a tone coming out of a, a shell. I might stretch that out, and that might become a kind of ambience that the the music would kind of weave around as, yeah. I, as I wrote the theme. So, kind of being on board that early meant that I could really kind of extract some of the texture of of what what David was shooting and, and incorporate that into the music. Well, that texture you talk about is is also something that I found uh, when I watched Gravity is how mm. you were able to weave that texture of sound and the absence of what may be sound in space and, and pull that together. So I'm really excited to see how you're going to do that in this, uh, in this different scenario of where there's a lot of sounds. Um, yeah. You know, war is so different from, from the standpoint of sound compared to, to gravity. And so I'm, I'm excited to, to see what you're going to pull off here. Um, well, I, hope, I hope you like it. Oh, I know I will. I know I will. Uh, what What would you uh, hope that audiences would take away from your score and how your score um, provides that support for Fury? 
I, I hope that, that the score kind of um, is it gives gives the, the humans within the machine. You know, there's there's a lot of this heavy grinding machine rhythms, but but within that, there's a lot of um, very very um, um, hopefully hopefully emotional uh, music and and the characters' themes are kind of stated very early on when we don't really know them in very abstract forms, and they kind of take their shape over the course of the film as, as characters and they go on their journeys and hopefully that the music helps that emotional journey along and, and you know you we, we feel some of that kind of that, that exhaustion yeah. and but also the brotherhood of this, this family really so as much as a it's a war film it's it's really the story of a, this this family that have been together for years through incredible extreme situations so yeah i hope i hope that the, the humanity of, of the film comes across in the music we're talking to Stephen Price here on Gardner Webb University Radio, WGWG.org. He is the Oscar-winning composer for Gravity. Um, he is also uh, heavily involved as composing for the World War II epic Fury uh, that opens this weekend with Brad Pitt and, and many, many more uh, across the U.S. here. Um, any final thoughts, final words that you would like to share, Stephen, uh, about uh, maybe other projects that we may be uh, hearing uh, some of your work? Oh well, I'm I'm always incredibly shy with that sort of stuff. <laughs> I've, I've always I've always um, had this tendency to believe if I talk about something, then it definitely won't okay. happen. I got you. I got you. Well, so well. If, if if I can, yeah, if I can please please the, the silent shy Brits thing at this point, that would be that'd be great. Well, Sorry. We'll, we'll just we will just make sure that uh, if if you're up to it, we'll have you on to talk about your next project when it is finished. How about that? Oh, that would be that would be an absolute pleasure. Yeah, thank you, right. uh, Stephen. Uh, do you have any uh, any websites or uh, Twitter handles or anything you'd like to, to share with folks if they wanted to keep up with what's going on with you? Yeah, actually, I, I have a Twitter handle, which is Steve B. Price. Um, website I haven't quite got sorted yet, but I'm, I've, I keep being told I have to, so I'm sure at some point I'll, I'll have to get that sorted out. And they can all... the moment, I kind of, I'm an occasional visitor to Twitter. I'm quite bad at it. Okay. But, um, I do try. All right, Steve B. Price on Twitter, and you can also uh, find Stephen's uh, bio and other information uh, also on IMDb and probably a few other places as well. Stephen, we really appreciate your time as always. Uh, thank you very much and uh, looking forward to, to hearing your work this weekend in the film Fury, uh, which opens. Well, thank you for uh, having me. Absolutely. Stephen, have a great weekend. And uh, for those of you listening, thank you. And uh, reminding you, you could always download the WGWG app from the Google Play Store and also the App Store. Uh, thanks, as always, for listening to Cinema Scene on Gardner Web University Radio, wgwg.org. Till next time, that is a wrap.